Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory and the Special Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from April the 27th, 1991, and we're in a new month. It is now October here in our area of 2022. I'm sitting here with Doc and not Hard Body Hopper. We expect him to join us shortly, but you all know how that goes after being a listener of ours for any number of years. Before I throw it to Doc, special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Weiss, good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every month and as the sponsors of this show. And shout out to not a new patron, but uh, one patron bumped up to annual this month or this week, Kevin. And thank you for doing that. Doc, let me throw to you. Um, you seem to be riding high. I'm not really quite sure why, but um, I guess you got ginger fever. What is it? What is, what's going on, pal? Anytime you can get a football win with a ginger taking the snaps, you got to take it like ginger snaps. You know what I mean? Ginger snaps. Wow. I'm uh, feeling good, nice. bro. Maybe. <laughs> let me maybe the yeah, you, <laughs> Go ahead. Maybe the Cowboys aren't supposed to have a black quarterback, you know? Yeah, y'all are the most unstable creatures of all time. You <laughs> were suicidal looking for the Burger King cooler 10 days ago. And That's the beauty now, of football. That's no, the beauty no, of football no, no, is no. that it can all change in the blink of an eye. You just have no, to no, stay no. ready for it. No, no, no. We we don't all want to be suicidal after a loss. You know, I think that's I think that's just common to to your kind that My like kind. the blue and silver. Yes, your kind. Well, um, I got a little confused at the beginning because you were saying new months and it's not that month yet. If if you're following at home, last night we uh, successfully went up to the sewer of the world, New York, and. Uh, Took care of business against the New York football giants. Taught them a lesson. Really looked really looked a lot better than the Giants, too, if I must, if I must say that. Hey, when you can pressure the quarterback like we did last night, that's a game changer. Uh, Phil Allen says, uh, y'all still ain't shit. We'll see. I mean, okay, so let me ask you this. This is a legitimate question for you, Mike. 
<laughs> Nothing's legitimate when it comes no, to the no, NFL. This, and this the is a legitimate question. <laughs> Have you seen enough from Jalen Hurts to think that you and I were wrong about his inabilities? I have a rule about each new football season. I need four games played, generally speaking, okay. before I start making some. And I, I know we go back and forth. You know, first game of the year, you know, I was messing with you. We were going back and forth about how bad the Cowboys going to be. But I have a rule. I need four games. I need a month's worth of play, generally, to well, make that, that's a good rule make a because a, a lot of a people, judgment. a lot of people seem to not understand that the NFL is full of 32 teams, most of them that can play good football in, at any given moment. This past weekend with a bunch of teams that everybody had just decided to give the crown to not winning, and they're like, well, wait, what the fuck? Well, it's the NFL, bro. These teams are, are working hard to get these W's and uh, get their own rep going. So they're not just going to roll over. It's not like college where – there's some just pitiful, shameful matchups. Like, pick, you know, we're a month into this thing, and you're still playing New Mexico. I mean, that's pitiful. It's time to play real competition. In the NFL, there's competition every week. I, I love how you just take a shot at LSU for no strength, for no reason whatsoever. Like, I just gave an arm. example. The fact that you made it personal about yourself is up to you. <laughs> no, you, you, you now, could have picked any number of colleges, and you picked – Pathetic New Mexico. So I'm looking, you know, I kind of figured, well, maybe we need to lose and get some draft pick in here. But now that at sitting at two and one, I mean, (laughs) sky's the limit. I I, I think I need to, well, first of all, I need to recalibrate my my NFL picks because once Jimmy G got in there to to the starting role, San Francisco will make the playoffs. And I don't like them, but that's just the way that's going to go in this NFC. Uh, you Cal- sure about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once he gets rolling, he'll be all right, dude. He starts okay. once he gets his swagger back and starts like hitting on on like every female that lives. He'll be all right. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I, I think I think I think you need to retract that. He 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 was caught with a with with a porn star uh, like on, out on a date I, I i wouldn't say that well, characterizes him as a womanizer or hitting on every woman that lives i mean le- let's be real here i'm not a niners fan but i'm not about the you know well you never <laughs> heard you the story? get away with that one you never heard that no. story no that he got traded story. out of new england because he was banging the owner's young girlfriend was this woman of age yeah well yeah okay like, and i mean like but Kraft That's is like that. you know, Kraft is like eighty, and he and his girlfriend was like twenty eight, and Jimmy G was like, "All right, I'll make a run at that." Okay, so it's not a crime then. He just it's not a crime. Just it's just a questionable <laughs> okay. judgment to bang the owner's girlfriend. Well, no, you were making it sound like this dude's out there stalking women and causing no, problems no, in I'm that saying, way. That's I'm what saying I'm saying. Like. Once he gets his Joe Namath on, his Ric Flair on, he'll be oh he'll god, be, he'll be just fine. And uh, He'll be helicoptering it, right? Okay, exactly. That's his. And to uh, answer your question there. about um, Jalen Hurts, he is looking much better this year. I, I I gotta say, he he's he's looking a whole lot better as a as an actual quarterback. So I'm a little more. Know, man. I'm, I'm a little more um, nervous about that situation up there than I was a while back. I thought, well, at least put, you can admit it. Well, we're talking about we're we're here to talk about football. Why would I lie? 
and waste people's time here. I because it's what I you did, do. I thought what well, I can leave and you can do. The- <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> Cooper I Rush. That, I thought they had put enough around him up there for him to be successful enough this year, and that could still be the case. But, you know, these teams, hey, when Carson Wentz came in that first year, I was like, shit, we're going to be battling this fool for the next decade. And then it turns out they, the ball gets super glued to his hand once it's snapped, and he won't throw it. So that became a non-issue. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on the, on the old Eagles there. Uh, but I got to tell you, our defense is better than I thought. And, um, I don't know. I look, I, I'm in no way a Cooper rush fan. Let's get that clear. He somehow is one three and O is, a, but say what you will about that fella, that little ginger fella. He's made him, he's now won himself a career in the league as a backup. Don't Just you think? tell you. Tell your stupid owner to shut up. Talking about there's a QB. He's dying for got, a QB controversy. If I cut close enough to the owner, it wouldn't be about the backup quarterback. Now, but that guy, but good for him. Good for that guy, the ginger, because he he's won himself a backup job for, for a long time, don't you think? Hell, there's some starting places. There's some places that might want him as a starter. Let me just okay. say like that. Okay. And no, we don't. I expect Dak to be slotted back in, and we're gonna get our uh, chocolate back in the lineup and go to the top. You know what I'm saying? Okay. How how are, how is the, how are the crab legs down on the bayou? They got more problems than him. Okay. I didn't see the game. I was out at the soccer fields, um, so I didn't get a chance to see what happened. But it didn't look yeah. good. No. Offense don't move the ball. The line can't block. Sometimes Jameis holds it too long. You know. Hopper, how Dang. you doing? I'm com- I'm complaining about the Saints offense right now. Well, this, the offense, the special teams. <laughs> it's a total team effort outside of the defense. Are you yeah, in a yeah. are you in a cinder block building trying to work out the algorithms for Dennis Allen and the rest of the team? Yeah, because no, you're I'm still on the cell phone. Oh no. Oh. The Wi-Fi just got turned on, and I can't find a fucking cord for my computer to charge it. Gotcha. So I'm afraid I'm going to turn it on, and it's going to, you know, die in a fucking half an hour. Well, Harper, when we last talked to you, and we'll go ahead and share that that was a week ago, you were supposed to be getting your internet set up the next day. What happened? It didn't happen, because AT&T is a... It's fucking incompetent as fuck. It just happened today. Well, when you're the biggest service provider in the world, you don't have to be competent. You just have to figure out how to charge more money for less services. Yeah, fucking fuck. So what have you been doing the past week without any interwebs? Nothing. Beating off in a sock? I've been doing nothing. I've been having to go to the bar just to watch fucking football. I can't just turn on TV. And that sounds great because there's a point in your life when you're young. That and you're like, sounds hey, great, but it gets to a point. It's like, fuck, I can't just sit and chill and just watch fucking. 
I got to go to the fucking bar just to watch goddamn Monday night football and shit. Fuck it's, that. It's an extra step in the process. I mean, the older you get, you don't need that. Yes. We're looking for process efficiency here at our age. Right. But you, but, yeah. but what, but you do have internet now, so you can watch, you can watch the thir- the Wednesday night Mac attack football game. No, that's, uh, uh, that's, well, that's tomorrow. Yeah, probably like Eastern Michigan versus Central Michigan, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I'll take fo- that. Football's good. I mean, I like it right now. The Cowboys, <laughs> the Cowboys seem to. I, I, I have, I have cleared my search history, um, looking for Burger Kings near me in Google, so that I would have one no matter where I go. I, I have one close in case I get the urge. Notice how Mike didn't try to talk me out of it either. He was just Uh-oh. like, kill yourself if you want. I don't care. Uh-huh. Hey man, if you want to swing in the cooler, that's up to you, dude. Oh, come on. That's let, not me tell you, let me tell you all a little story about the first time Doc and I were <laughs> we were having that discussion about, about uh, the Burger King cooler on the show a month or two ago, whenever it was. <laughs> Doc, Doc gets to work the next day and says, you know something? Technically, it's not swing from the cooler; it's swing in the cooler. Yeah, you swing <laughs> in the cooler. There was some thought put to, well, if I ever had to actually do that, it wouldn't be swinging from the cooler. I'd have to actually get in that some bitch and swing in it. <laughs> what if our first sponsorship is from Burger King because we were trying to commit suicide in in one of their walk-in freezers? That's nice. Have it your way. Okay, well, I brought my belt. Oh, sometimes you got to break the rules. <laughs> Sir, what do you mean you no longer sell the Great American Hamburger? You know, yeah. I'm going to contact corporate about this. Buddy, knock yourself out. I'm a 17-year-old high schooler. I don't ours, give two shits about the Great American Burger, okay? Ours was always the where did the Italian chicken go? Oh, be, God. It, are you kidding me? I'd be like, Italy. I like that thing. Well, what? yeah, I mean, it was okay, but damn, it ain't no need to go commit suicide over. For real. I like them fucking Burger King chicken sandwiches. They're good. Yeah, I know, huh? But you don't want to be a prick in the in the lineup queue, because uh, every once in a while, some of them will be in there for a few hours. But I, but I used to like, well, it's still like how they got the little pictures, and they take like a Sharpie, and... They scratch out pickles or, or whatever you don't want. <laughs> well, I guess. Sounds like, you, <laughs> sounds like you might need a job there. Yeah. <laughs> Hopper's comments to that are, son of a bitch. That, yeah. That was, that was what I would say on those afternoons. Like when you'd be back there, like weekday afternoons during the summer when you were doing your summer job and you're back there and you, you're, you, been just chilling for a while and there's nobody in the restaurant. It's like two 30 in the afternoon. Lunch is over. Oh, God. And you, you, I mean, we're not making tips here, so we're not, I don't care if we sell nothing. <laughs> <You Right. know? laughs> that, that works great for my plan. Like <laughs> yeah, whatever it is I'm doing. And, and you, like, go mop the floor. I mean, I'd walk, if I got told that I'd walk around and like, Act like I didn't hear it or something. 
<laughs> but you're the only person in the kitchen for the afternoon because it's slow. And you hear that drive-through ding. And man, ding, ding. the poly walnuts, son <laughs> of a bitch. I feel like I've been stabbed in a hide. <laughs> right. And all I have to do is put one burger between two buns and slap a few condiments on it, wrap it, and send it. But yeah. you would have thought I had been asked to scale Mount Everest. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, one night I was closing, and we had a long line, man, on that drive-thru. That drive-thru was so long. So, I mean, the, the damn thing just keeps going off. Ding, ding. You know, like, the, the beep keeps going off. One dude, we weren't we weren't answering it quick enough. So it beeps and it's on so we can hear what this dude's saying. Mm-hmm. He, he starts cursing. These MF is taking too long. That dude took his hand and slapped the living piss out of that speaker so hard that he broke it. <laughs> <laughs> And then we really couldn't take his order. That ah, that was a that fun night. That guy would have got a free Whopper and a, and a hearty handshake from everybody in the kitchen. Right, we could <laughs> see him on the camera. I mean, he took, bro, he backhanded the, <laughs> I can see it to this day. This dude walloped that thing, whop, <laughs> just smacked the piss out of it. And all you heard was. <laughs> I told you. I think I told you on the show the night that I was taking an order and the box got hit by lightning. Oh, oh. shit, dude! It sounded like the Lord God Almighty above picked up the restaurant and slammed it back <laughs> down on the ground. <laughs> and the, the last I get here was the customer screaming. <laughs> all this was happening. And then that thing was dead. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, we got it. So we ran out the back door because that's where, you know, like the speaker was. That shit was smoking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, can we close? Yeah. You know, it's like, this is, this is the greatest thing ever. There's too many parallels, dude. Yours got struck by lightning. Mine got struck by an angry motorist who wanted his food. It's amazing how much ridiculous, dumb, memorable shit goes on at places where people are getting paid substandard living wages. (laughs) Yes. And it's amazing that anything in this world and those environments gets done. And if you really experienced it as a worker... You wouldn't be excited about it, visiting it as a customer. I used to like the onion rings. I didn't even know they still had them. What? Ha- why do you? Why do you stop like them? No, nah, I mean I, I still do. I just haven't been in Burger King in eighty million years. Yeah, I don't know. Last time I had Burger well, King. Yeah, keep, for real. The Saints keep losing, and maybe you can uh, slide on into one. Maybe I could have it my way. That's um, I don't up. need to alarm you, ma- assistant manager who's 22, but uh, there's a man dead in our <laughs> in our walk in. <laughs> walk in. A white male hanging from a noose. <laughs> you know that funny like, looking fellow that was trying to get some uh, onion rings and a chicken sandwich here a minute ago? <laughs> yeah, he got tired of waiting and said something about James Winston, and now he's dead in the in the walk in. 
Well, he, he said something about Von Erich thing, and that's the last <laughs> we heard. What? So, All right, um, Doc. Hey, I want to get... I want to throw a big shout out and uh, fist pump to the sky for all of our listeners, the many, many listeners that live in uh, Florida. Harper uh, lit, lit his prayer, prayer candle, prayed to yeah. the St. Hurricane candle, and steered this hurricane over to Florida. And it looks like it's going to do some damage. So uh, if you're if you're listening to us from Florida, hopefully you're listening to this while you're, you know, I guess car leaving. Well, yeah. You, you, I I, I would evacuate. The time is now. Harper's only a year removed from dealing with a hurricane. Yeah. Well, I was in fucking uh, Pasadena for fucking two weeks. What the fuck it was. I like that. Whatever it was. Harper needs to move to Texas. Bro, let me tell you something. Fucking Clayton Kershaw jersey from that uh, big ass fucking flea market. I know we got this flea markets fact. all over the place, bro. If yeah. if Harper and Lady Harper moved to the Dallas Fort Worth area, he would go back to New Orleans as infrequently as I do. Mm. Everything's here. Yeah. I mean y'all got like an amusement park, huh? With six flags. We got six flags. We got like five top golfs. There's, there's so a, much stuff. You just there's too. There's much like a stuff. place over in North Dallas where you can like skydive inside. Yeah, what the I, fuck? yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's expensive, but you could do it. How far is the? How high is the jump? No, it's not a jump, Hopper. It's like one of those indoor skydiving things where it's basically a big old fan under you. Uh, that thing that just blows you around. <laughs> Yeah, it blows you, but you around. Got, hey, yeah. we got a baseball team here too. You don't, you don't have that down there. Yeah, but they suck. Oh, yeah, God, but the Dodgers yeah. will come through every couple of years. That's true. And you got a hockey team. We got a hockey team. We have a real basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> that won. That won a title. That's the only reason. He's that. That, oh, that's true. Man. And then like. I mean, Lady Harper would have to get back in shape because the broads here are, are thoroughbreds. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's messed up. So you're saying she's out of shape? No, no, no. She'd just have to make sure she keeps herself in top shape. Oh, you can't bring okay. you can't bring a Harper to this area and not have broads like drooling. Oh, my God. Oh, with, yeah. all the, with all the Latino women in this area? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I like to hook, them, hook those horns right up your ass. Well, Come Jesus. On. Come on, Come on f- man. I mean, bruh. What is we wrong got, with you? We got the we got the state fair of Texas here. You can see my yeah, it's the type of stuff I'm talking about. Look, I've been <laughs> trying to be quiet the last couple weeks, but freaking Harper coming up here talking about hooking a, a girl's horns in the ass. Or what? I mean, talk about JYD. Talk about Bruno. Oh, Darren. Okay, so he seems Texas. like he seems like the kind of guy that might have a Cambodian girlfriend because she don't know really how to talk back. Well, that's messed up. Come on. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. hey, Mike, I, I forget why I was looking this up, but in the past week, I looked up how many people live in this metroplex of ours. Would you wow. like? Would you like to take a guess? Eight million. Is it? Is it? I'm on. Is it six million? No, Mike. Mike eight. is. Mike's real close. It was seven point seven million people. 
God damn. Right. Yeah, dude, it's 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 too much. Our <laughs> but it's really biggest, spread out. Our third really biggest city out. is probably bigger than New Orleans. Oh yeah. I mean, put it this way, Pasadena, where my aunt lives, which is you know, like the metro part of Houston, that's that's bigger than fucking New Orleans. And Pasadena is just a big suburb. Right. There ain't yeah. nothing there but like Maybe an Ikea and about yeah, four Home Depots. Walmart, exactly. You know, fucking, right. Some, you know, Mexican restaurants. Right. Well, we've been on for 25 minutes now. Nobody said anything about um, wrestling, so we probably need to get headed over towards the uh, review. Well, no, we got a five-star, Doc. Well, I was going to hit that on the way. So we did get a five-star review this week. And I want to take the opportunity whenever we get blessed with blessings, we need to give thanks uh, to the be- the deity of our choice. Um, we're, we're an inclusive podcast, so we don't we don't make subscribe that you uh, have to, to to pray to any one God. You can pick your own. This five star review says five star. All that for a five star review. I'm just waiting. It comes from Guy. 1088. Do you know who that is, Mike? I, I, no. Just based on that uh, Apple handle, I'm not sure who that is, um, but I'm sure he's been listening for a long time, and we appreciate him. Well, he he must be because of some of the things we're going to hear about here. Uh, we, we get this. Uh, we find Guy telling us, uh, the greatest podcast out there, yesterday, today, tomorrow, forever love listening to Mike try to control Doc and Harper <laughs> with Doc being the best heel in the in the show, and Harper showing up late because of dropping a poop, <laughs> or getting day drunk and falling asleep, <laughs> a day without the best greatest podcast ever. Wow, that's nice. And hopefully we'll have him back. Harper back on a headset next week. The reason um, yeah. if you're hearing all that yeah. background yeah. sound yeah. and. And uh, and audio just sounding weird. It's because Harper's on his phone, everybody. So yeah. just bear with us. Yeah, that's a great uh, five star review. That's a great five star review. Thank you, uh, Guy Ten Eighty Eight. We appreciate that. So if you want your five star review read on air, all you got to do is submit one on Podcast Attic or Apple Podcasts, and we will read that some buck on air. Give you credit for it. Also. The best way to support the show is by becoming a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. There's some pay-per-views and clashes coming up. We've got the world-class shows, the ECW shows, the NWA power shows. All of that is available on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. And remember, if you want a free month on Patreon, all you got to do is email me. If you've never been a patron and you're like, man, I'm curious, I want to see what that's like. Email me to bookintheterritory at gmail.com and I'll hook you up with a free month. Jesus Christ, Harper. Are you moving? What's going on with your phone? Did you dip the fucking dog? Dude, it's like he dipped that phone in some Chick-fil-A sauce or something and started eating it. Yeah, I feel bad because I haven't seen her all day, so I fucking let her get up here with me. It was a fucking mistake. You all right? I'm not yelling at you. Dog. Hey, look, nobody, nobody loves dogs more than this podcast, but dogs yeah. and podcasts don't mix. No. 
I would tell him to hit the mute button, but he might hang up by accident. Oh, Doesn't sound like you've shaved recently, either. Either. Oh fuck! Yeah, I gotta shave because this uh, Tiffany's sister's getting married Saturday, so I gotta shave. She's got another sister that's getting married. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. Saturday. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, uh, Doc, are you ready to talk some uh, some wrestling? Well, I guess we have to since there wasn't any baseball to interrupt. So we're talking WCW Saturday night on TBS from April the 27th of 1991. Uh, once again, Harper's on his phone. That's where you're hearing noise. He's still working on getting that internet done and all that good stuff if you missed the show opening. Uh, the show opens with some footage from the Japan Super Show with Flair and Fujinami in Tokyo. Um, just a quick clip that they show of it. Uh, Doc, we I didn't ask you before we started doing this. Did your notes get eaten again? Um, I have figured out the workaround, and so I have a full compliment. Oh my god, what's wrong? Oh, he can't see her because he can't see her. Oh my god, it's missing again, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure is. Jesus mm. Christ. Look at her looking at She looks like she wants to just mm. lick the side of Jim Ross's face. She's so yeah. happy to be there. Wow. I, I got distracted. No, I've got my whole um I got my whole notes here, bro. Okay. I Good. I, I just thought I'd ask. If it eats the first page, I just put a dummy page in front of it. Very smart. Um, you start impressed. on page two. <laughs> but we still don't know why it's eating Not page one. That, I, I, look, <clears throat> the older you get, why shit happens is far less important than whether it does or doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not, not going to fall inside this thing and figure out what bits and bytes and programming has caused this thing to do this. I don't give a shit. Do I have a simple workaround that doesn't cost me any money or make me any more money or do anything else? I'll do that. Well, it's already been a reverse money printer. Well, Business what, doc just doesn't what, know. What isn't? Yeah, uh, you know, just saying. <laughs> hey, so we got... So Flair is, like, super extra heelish in that Japan clip. He was very uh, disrespectful and loud. And uh, we're going to get Pillman and Wyndham today. Well, yeah, I mean, he was in Japan, too, though. That's the other right, way to right. look at it. He's the yeah. So we're going to the ring for the first match, Four. and it is Big Van Vader, <clears throat> excuse me, and Rip Rogers. Mm. And um, I got a timestamp from this one, but, Doc, I'll throw it to you first. Rip looked nervous when he saw Vader come out. I think that's smart. And, uh, dude, I, I commend Rip for wanting to get a head start and jump in Vader from behind, but this was tremendous what happens. Yeah, it was kind of suicide. So, Rip, Vader's on the ground with the helmet, and he makes the helmet blow the smoke after he takes it off. And, and uh, you know, Vader's summoning, summoning up the smoke here. And, I mean, it's always I think it's always cool. I, I've said it a million times. I used to see Vader with that headgear and be like, oh, man, that's great. Well, Rip Rogers, when Vader's messing <laughs> with the headgear, comes off the top rope to hit Vader on the floor, and Vader no-sells it. And then Vader headbutts Rip, and Rip sells it. And then, well, Vader takes the headset, <laughs> and he puts it 
<laughs> he puts Rip's face where the smoke is coming out of, so the smoke can blow in Rip's eyes. Oh no! And I I thought that was tremendous. That was tremendous. And Rip is selling it, and he does it again. Look at that! It's, it's awesome. great. <laughs> so um, yeah, Rip Rip Rogers takes the smoke to the face from the headset and or oh, the headgear, and I I just thought it was. It's little just, things. It's great. It's little things that that mean a lot. And Rip's always involved in doing little things that enhance his couple of minutes of screen time. And we should have known at that point that the match wasn't going to go long. Doc, did you have any other notes from this? No, nah, this was destruction. And but my question is, how is Vader a baby face here? Yeah, for real. He was never a baby face there. Right? No. I think two things. One, the whole head gear thing is cool. You see the smoke blow out. It's just one of those things. And then two, not saying Rip is like super over, but you got to remember he's always the heel enhancement talent in there for the most part. So, and he's been on TV. I mean, they the fans know who he is. I mean, he's he's not a star, but he's he's an over enhancement talent if there's such a thing. And um, he's always the heel, so I just think that that's why they're cheering for Vader. And look, you got to look at what Vader's doing, too. When he first got in the ring after that smoke blew in Rip's face, he's egging on the crowd, asking for the cheer. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's more than just one reason why the fans are cheering Vader here. Well, and I think a lot of it is he's impressive, but because he keeps going back to Japan, they can't really in, get into the storyline, so... If you're just watching him without any character development, he's impressive. Also, don't God forget, damn. Don't forget oh. <laughs> nothing. Your dog, I guess. I remember when when Luger brought Vader in to be his surprise tag partner, and Luger was the face. So, I mean, they've seen him and cheered him already at like Center Stage and um, Georgia Mountain Center. Yeah. And he just came off the ropes and just clobbers poor Rip Rogers and Rip gets pinned. And that's how the first match ends. Any other thoughts, Doc? No, I mean, we had a nice nice start to this thing here. Yeah, yeah we started hot. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can what? you go what? back to the commercials? I actually have a commercial this time. Oh. 7.30. I wish you had um, eyes on this, Harper. 7.30? Oh, look the at tops that. tops 40 years of baseball? Yeah. Oh, there's a commercial for baseball cards? Yes. Wow. Look at that. I would have peed my pants a little bit. Sure it is. They're showing. Yeah, they were back then. You need to go look at they this just in the had, They just had some 13, 14-year-old boy pawing a 1952 Mickey Mantle like it was his dick. Just bending <laughs> it and all kinds of shit. Look at that. That's, a commercial. That's the best commercial ever. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. God, baseball cards. Mm. Love having. You know what? You know what? Cards. Little Latrell told me about baseball cards. What's that? There's no point in me collecting them because I don't know anybody anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not wrong, <laughs> right? So he does football and basketball and soccer. Everything but baseball cards. No, ain't nothing wrong with that. I know. That's why the sport's doomed, though. That's a good point, because he's young. 
Well, let's go to the next match after the commercials. It's Eligante versus one of our Smoky Mountain favorites, Nature Boy Paul Lee. Except he's just Paul Lee here. And I think this thing went a minute and a half, and Eligante wins. He puts the claw on Paul Lee and wins. And yeah, God, this fucking a claw. Doc, did I miss anything with that? My only note was that Paul Lee was really nature it up, trying to nature it up out there. It's pretty bad when Paul Lee's a star in the ring, right? It, well, that that too. That's horrible. And then <laughs> yeah, my note was this was mercifully short. Yeah, it was 90, 90, 90 seconds. Again, it's just bad that the star is Paul Lee. Look at this. It's just dumb. It, yeah, <sighs> and it's really bad that the... the. Okay, so is this the point where somebody in the back's like, this isn't working, what can we do? Or are they having to just be like, look? This is the WCW version of the mummy. That's a great point. <laughs> somebody in the back wanted this stupidity to happen well, so I think damn we it if we're not going to do it yeah we're just going to stick with it look I know it's dumb you know it's dumb but Herd wants to do it so what are you going to do you want to tell him that it's stupid yeah. go ahead <laughs> after that we go to the WCW Super Brawl Control Center with Gordon Soley and there's um you know, Soli makes the announcement where he talks about Flair versus Fujinami for the world title at Super Brawl. And then we get uh, Soli talking about Reed versus Ron Simmons. Pillman's going to take on Wyndham. There's a couple of real quick promos with Pillman and Wyndham uh, in this segment. And then Soli runs down much more of the card that you can see Doc and I break down at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Doc, I actually have an idea for this. I was thinking... On like one of our Fridays off, we actually do the Saturday night that we would normally do. And just like we did with RoboCop, the pay-per-view, we have Harper on for Super Brawl. So we'll record on our normal night. And then that way we can all revisit the monkey that did the Von Eric thing and the Burger King thing and <laughs> the bears pissing on the stage. Um, will Harper have his tuxedo on for pay-per-view oh yes it's a and, big deal and will at&t have the internet working yeah it's working i just can't find my fucking charger i mean we're like three weeks away from that but uh yeah but um i think it'd be good to have because it's been a long time since we talked about that damn monkey doing the von eric thing and then you and i doc <laughs> recently talked about how much that Oz set cost mm. um, because Sullivan it gave that information up on his podcast a while back. So there's some topics that we haven't even talked about related to it. So I think we should do that. That way we'll have Harper on for the, for the pay-per-view and uh, can't wait Harper, to cover that event. Cover right. the event. That's an old inside joke. All right. Again, you can only get that at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT, though. And uh, much, much more will be on that pay-per-view review. Hey, on paper, this pay-per-view seems pretty good. There's some good stuff on it. I mean, 
you know, Young Pistols and the Freebirds. We'll see that a million times. Ricky yeah. Morton versus Danny Spivey. Um, Big Josh versus Larry Zabisco. Arn and Bobby. I mean, that right there is worth the price of admission, in my opinion. Arn Anderson versus Bobby Eaton. So, I mean, there's good stuff on it. Flair and Fujinami, Pillman and Wyndham. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, yeah, we'll break it all down for you all on Patreon. Doc, any other thoughts on Gordon Soley here in this segment? He seemed remarkably lucid for a guy that was probably 18 sheets to the wind. Come on. How many gin and how many straight, how much gin do you think he had absorbed? Yes, as much absorbed. as he could get his hands on. What do you think <laughs> with his brand? Beef eater. Beef eater. Yeah. It wasn't Tangeray, I could tell you that much. Dre walked in with a gang of Tangeray. That, that is Gordon the Kelly song. Walked in with a gang of Tangeray. That is a song that first made me taste gin. Oh, God. And I was like, these dudes have lost their minds. We need the juice. Bruh, there is nothing boogie. There is nothing about gin and nothing about juice. That Boogie wants to drink, okay? Boogie, nothing about you says tastes good. I'm sorry. Either one of y'all like gin? Not particularly. With juice? Not particularly. No. I know people that I know people who think cognac is not tasty, but cognac is a million times better than some damn gin. Gin is the nastiest stuff. It's one of the nastiest liquors there is. Like, I could do vodka, I could do whiskey. There's so many liquors I could drink. Gin, that's the gin and tequila. Get out of here. I ain't, I ain't, I don't want nothing to do with either one of them. Did you do something bad once on tequila? I told you the story. I was on a business trip one time and I wasn't legitimately was on business in Los Angeles. And my buddy had some tequila and we weren't, I mean, wasn't doing anything crazy. It was just, me, him, a couple other co-workers, we were just chilling at the um, in in the room. We were just, I don't remember, watching a game or something. It was one night. And, um, man, I didn't drink a ton of it, but I drank enough to know I'm never drinking that again. Did you try to make I out just, with one of your friends? No, I then never you didn't felt drink enough. so bad in my entire life. You You haven't what? I've never felt so bad my entire life after drinking than I felt that night. So you cheated like, your company the next day, basically. Worst hangover on the planet. Well, the, the funny part is I did have to fly home the next day. So I get home and my girlfriend at the time, she's picking me up from the airport. And she was like, why are you so tired? You, you, you know, oh. y'all didn't even go. I was like, uh, I had a one or two tequila, uh, me and... I won't say his name. You know, we're, we're drinking. Had a couple of shots of tequila. He's Jamal. Then, then I get in trouble with her. <clears throat> you supposed to be on a business trip. You out there partying with your friends, huh? I'm like, you know what? Sounds like sounds like she was the smart one in the relationship. Yeah. What were you thinking? Were you fucking? My hand. Do I, I mean, sound better? No. No, you sound a million times worse. No. Are you on the really? computer? What's going on? Jesus no, I'll fucking, I fucking I hooked up my fucking uh my, my fucking earbuds. 
thought, yeah, that sounds sound ten better. times worse. This ought to be a a, a commercial for AT and T. We had to do reverse commercials. <laughs> we had to do terrorism <laughs> marketing, where if you don't pay us, we'll talk bad about your company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, I think you can get sued by doing that. Oh, uh, that's extortion, right? I mean, I'm not a legal expert, but I'm going to okay. go out on a limb and say, maybe that's not a good idea, okay? I thought it was being a brand influencer. I might have mixed, <laughs> mixed that up a little bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, you sound worse, Hopper, on the on the Bluetooth thing. You want right, to have Harper call the marketing departments of companies tomorrow? Hey, look, we got here's the deal. You pay us some money or we're going to trash your company on our next show. <laughs> we, go to, we go to the next match. Dustin Rhodes versus Magnum Force number two. And uh, this is doesn't go on too long, a couple minutes. Dustin with a nice boot to the gut. And then he hits the bulldog on Magnum Force number two. And Dustin gets the much-deserved victory. Doc, did you have anything from this? I felt like at the beginning we it went a little slow because we were showing off that uh, – that Dustin could do more than just punch. He was a technical, technically capable as well. Uh, did Dustin just there, you just had it up, steal, borrow, do something with Barry's finish and use it as his setup? It did look like it. You're talking about the big lariat? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it did look like it. Okay. Because he comes, he he shoots him off, and then he does the flying lariat. But we say it every week. He continues to impress. He's very smooth. Oh, God. What's wrong? The fuck? Hold on. I feel like we need to follow this. Let's go back to the locker room. Let's go back to the locker room where our buddy Harper is frustrated. You know what it sounds like right now? He's getting blown. No, well, that too, but it sounds like if you ever listen to Kevin Sullivan's pod, this is how Sullivan's audio is. All the time, yeah. All the time. Without the the intermediate violent cut. I mean, you tell me. I mean, what the, I mean, what the, what the hell are they doing? It was the North Tower. It was the North Tower. I used hey, to think I used to think it was Bischoff, but he apologized to me, so I love him. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? I, I you think I mean, if Reigns would have been booked a, that way? JP, you're a smart guy. Oh, he killed me with you. I mean, Sullivan just is a nice dude. That's what's crazy. Cause like he comes across as nice, but the audio, oh my god! I asked Doc. I said it still sounds. Like, I hadn't listened in months. I turned on one episode because I wanted to hear something Doc sent me. And I immediately text Doc. Is he still getting blown on the show? I think he's gone to like he makes food or something in his kitchen while it, the show is occurring. <laughs> he's cooking gumbo, frying fish. I swear to huh. Christ that. Harper's just rubbing the microphone of his phone against his, the stubble on his face. Well, bro, I fucking know. It's just, I had y'all on speaker, and now it's now on speaker. So I got it up to my fucking head like an asshole. Oh, no. Well, 
Speaker you, so, wasn't so half you're bad. saying that you have it up to your like uh, holding it up like, like a Karen ball. calling because some black people are at the swimming pool. There's wow. the black kids here. I don't think they live here. That's not funny. That's not funny. That ain't funny. Yeah. It ain't funny. Yeah, it is because everybody that's listening to this just pictured their own personal Karen in their mind, and everybody has one. I remember I, I remember I made a meme out of that woman and it, it had her calling the cops saying BTT's being unprofessional again. Send help. Anyway. All right. Hey, we got to go to Dustin Rhodes um, after the match. He's got something to say. We only got a couple of promos to play from this one. This is one of them. Here it is. With the natural, the undefeated natural, Dustin Rhodes. And a couple of weeks ago, right on this broadcast, we saw Dustin with a very impressive victory over Larry Zabisco. And then last week on this same broadcast, it was Dustin and his partner Ricky Morton again with an impressive victory over Mr. Zabisco and Terrence Taylor. But as we know, exclusively on pay-per-view on Super Sunday, May 19th, Super Brawl 91, in a computer match. It's been signed, Dustin. You and Terrence Taylor, one-on-one. What are your thoughts about wrestling that great veteran? Well, Mr. Ross, you know, Terry Taylor, I've told you once, and I'm going to tell you York Foundation again. I know nothing about computers, and I never want to know anything about computers. But Terry Taylor, you and me, Super Brawl, May 19th, in the Bayfront, in a computer match, one-on-one. You better come with them boots laced up, Daddy, because I'm coming to get you and prove to the whole world that you and that computer of y'all's is not going to defeat the natural Dustin Rhodes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Ricky Morton dropping by. It's going to be a great one, exclusively on pay-per-view, Super Sunday, May 19th, and we'll have more on World Championship Wrestling right after this timeout. Well, Dustin's fired up. Doc, did you have anything from it? Well, uh, Dustin never wants to know anything about computers. Well, he's he's uh, computer phobic. Well, somebody should explain to him that in about eight to ten years, he can get free pornography that way. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know about that because in ten years, that's two thousand one. Yeah, it's not like it's maybe not like it, maybe about like two thousand eight, maybe so maybe like eighteen years, seventeen yeah. years later, your access, <laughs> bro. <I'm, laughs> Harbor, you know who told Boy. me? <laughs> you know who told me about online porn? Yeah, <laughs> Joe Kane. Probably so. No, I'm telling you, one day he was talking to me and he goes, I don't know, I called him for something. This is back when Joe used to talk to me, man. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what I did, man. He disowned me. Anyway, I called him and had to ask him something. He said, bro, you got to hurry up, bro. I, I'm in the middle, I'm in the middle oh. of something. <laughs> like, what is it? Hey, bro, look, come on, bro. I, try, I was almost on the perfect video on Pornhub. Does that, that sound like Joe Kane, though? That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? And I was like, on, I was like you got a what? I was like, you got a what? Porn? He's like, yeah, bro, you ain't never heard of it? 
And I swear that was like 2007-ish, 2008. I was like, no, nah, I, I haven't. Not at this point. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, bro. They got, he's like, bro, they got everything. <laughs> See, I was always afraid to do it because he always said, oh, that's how you get viruses. And, and that's why you only do it from your phone and not your computer, right? Uh, yeah. Smart move. Smart move. Doc could tell you all about the viruses he gets on his. Oh, no. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. Well, we go to commercial. <laughs> we come back. The next match is Big Josh versus Jim Corbett. And um, I don't know, Doc. I got nothing from this one. Bro, I'm quickly losing interest in anything that Big Josh is doing unless he's got a pissing bear. <laughs> I had somebody message me asking about that because we were talking about that not that long ago. What is this pissing bear and monkey doing the Burger King <laughs> thing? I'm like, just wait. If you're a patron especially. Be a patron. We'll get to it. Yeah. I mean, we Ugh. talked about it on the main show years ago. I just don't know which show it was on. Like, there's a – it's on YouTube, the, the first discussion we had about it. So it's out there if anybody wanted to look for it. Who but yeah. Who the hell thought that Big Josh was over enough to warrant the cost of getting a bear? Never oh, this is... never mind the fact that that thing could decide it's hungry at any moment. We'll get there okay. in a couple. Yeah, I just think that uh, shit cost. Let's table that because I'm going to tell you how much the set costs for Oz. And we'll figure out how much the bears cost and the eyes set all together. So how much they wasted on all that. And Sullivan didn't even say what the monkey cost. So that's a whole nother discussion. They killed that monkey, bro. It's messed up. Doc, any other thoughts on this before I can No, no, no. Big Josh wins. Enough of that. So then we go to the next match, and um, it's uh, I actually went a little bit too far, but it is Ron Simmons versus Snake Watson. At the very beginning of the match, Ron Simmons pile drives the piss out of Watson. <laughs> Here it comes, bam! <laughs> Show that again. That was attempted murder. Um, it was the first spot in the match. Straight to the super kicks. Look how he bounced up. That was yeah, a nice he, Did he lose him on the way up? A little, but it looked good. I mean, it didn't. It was fine. Okay. Um, and then uh, we got a pitch and pitch from Teddy Long, and Long says he'll be at the pay-per-view to see Butch Reed beat Simmons. And uh, Ron Simmons eventually wins with a spine buster. That spine uh, buster was tough, too. Ron Simmons, man. He's badass. Run fuck with Zaha the Zaha likes to say. What's wrong, Harper? Nothing. I'm trying to get this goddamn speakerphone back on. You can't get it back to speaker? No. So I'm just sitting here with it to my head like an ass. The fuck? Oh, God. There should be a little button on the screen. Well, you can turn it to speaker. Like, seriously. It didn't sound bad on speaker. It was just Susie. You told us what it was. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm trying to. 
BTT Help Desk. How can I help you? Uh, sir, have you um uh uh turned rebooted the machine um just to make sure that the uh everything's okay there and you cleared your cache and all that stuff? Yes. Ugh. Still can't get it, huh? Well, I forgot what the fuck to hit, bro. You sound the exact same as you did on speaker. Oh, do it, yeah, but I forgot I want this to my fucking side of my head. No, I know. So put it back. If you touch your screen, you should be able to get back to speaker. There should be like a little option. Maybe not. Maybe not. Oh my God. You want to hang up? You want me to recall call you back and see if that works? Because you were on speaker when we called you. Yeah. Hang up. We'll call you back. All right. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts on uh, Snake Watson while I'm about to call Harper back? Snake is probably up. back in the back receiving treatment for what happened to him. Yeah. Well, then we go to the Steiners who are taking on Pat Rose and Joe Cruz. And I'm waiting for Harper to hang up. That way uh, I can call him back. Fuck. What? I'm trying to hang up. Jesus Christ. Here, I'm going to remove you oh, from fuck. the call. Fuck. I'm going to remove you from the call, okay? Jesus. That way you ain't got to worry about hanging up. Fucking amateurs. And then, and then we're going to call you back in two minute, in a minute. Fucking amateurs. <laughs> Well, you gave him the great advice of if as he as he restarted his machine and as he cleared the cache. I mean, I don't um, know what else you can do at that point. Um, the Steiner brothers, Pat Rose and Joe Cruz. We did get a picture picture from Sting and Luger at the start. I'm not sure what Sting said, but it was uh, without the howl, so it was. Can you good. give me fifty three fourteen? Fifty three fourteen. So here's fifty three oh nine. Oh, I know what's coming. Here it comes. A big old botch. I don't know what that was. So it who's like Steiner was supposed to go over him, but um, Joe Cruz bent over. I don't know what the hell that was, Doc. Okay, so you don't have a, a way to... We don't have a... Who's at fault there? I mean... I'm just wondering. I'm not, I, I, from your experience in the ring, who... who I was just It looked to... like Steiner was coming with a Steiner line... But then Cruz was already bent over when Steiner comes off. Yeah, Steiner was coming with a Steiner line, but Cruz was bent over like he thought Steiner was going to like leapfrog him or go over him or something and then was going to come off the ropes and maybe come with the Steiner line. So I think Cruz messed up because Steiner was coming with the Steiner line. You could see his arm. He's starting to extend it, and then it, then it goes awry. Okay. Um. Steiner's dominated the piss out of this, and they just showed off their power the entire entire time. Uh, it ends with a DDT off the top rope by Scott Steiner as Rick Steiner holds up Cruz. They just look really, really good here. And um, that was my notes, man. Uh, dominant as usual. Um, not unexpected. And here comes the um, top rope DDT. Really good stuff from the Steiners. Let's see if we can get Harper back in this one. Any other thoughts, Doc, while uh, waiting for Harper to join? 
I'm curious to see how they're going to get out of this with the Steiners and versus Lexi and uh, Stinger. Yeah. Because, I mean, oh, he's not there yet. the Steiners have to be the Steiners, and that's rough. Yeah, I don't like how they did this either. Because you really don't want to see those two teams go at it. I mean, I kind of do, but I kind of don't. Nah, I don't. I think there's, we talked about this last week. I think there's better options. Yeah. I guess. I don't, I'm I'm not interested in seeing these teams. I know that much. All right. Well, I'll wait for Hopper to answer. Um, We then go to uh, another commercial and then we go to Nikita Koloff. Nikita says he's going to beat Luger's ass um, for the belt and kill him. But he's not, and he's gonna break Luger's spirit. Doc, do you have any thoughts on Nikita's promo? I just or do you want I, to play it. No, I I was just looking at Missy during the whole. Oh, oh. she was looking good. Hey, she's ready for the pay per view. Yeah. Are you on speaker? No. <laughs> Fucking. Oh Jesus. Just turn the volume all the way up and just like sit it close to your ear. That's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. We need to get you a rubber band to put around your head. Come oh, wait. on. I, I can see it. You can see what? I, I see uh, JYD is in a ring. You what, what? Hey, Mike, then you need to go back for the commercial and show him Missy because she's interviewing. What's oh, the yeah. timestamp, Doc? I can I see know. it now. They got oh, a lot of fire time hits. Extra light. Yeah, with the commercials. Hold yeah. Yeah, hold, hold on. on. No, he he wants you to see. Um, the, he wants you to see Missy. I'm trying to get to it. There oh, she there is. you go. All right. Mm. So here it comes. She's ready Burger for King? the pay per view. Yeah, the Burger Your King way. commercial. Was it? All right, here, here it is. Well, let's listen to it since we're going to watch it. And I'm Missy Hyatt, and this is Nikita Koloff, who, in my opinion, should be the United States heavyweight champion. I mean, I saw the tape from the Meadowlands. You should have the belt around your waist. Yeah, I'm reviewing the tape, too. But better than reviewing the tape, I was in the mob. I heard the referee. Go, one, two, three. But you know what? I don't care, Lugo. I don't care right now about the one thing here. Je t'en Lash Luger. I don't care how much WCW gives me in fine. I don't care. You know what, Lash Luger, one thing's for sure. Maybe I don't have the belt around my waist, but, but you, Lash Luger, don't have the belt around your waist either. Or when it's over, when it's all said and done, Lex Luger, the show will stop. When it's all said and done, the people are going to see that not only am I going to break your back, not only am I going to break your neck with Baruski, some of the heart. When it's all over, Lex Luger, I'm not going to be satisfied until I break your spirit. Ah! 
Okay, two things here. Hopper, oh you see me? Look at that old broad. That's what I was thinking. Look at that woman on the right side. Who the fuck is that? What is up with her hair? I don't know, bro. She looks like she's probably had somebody killed. <laughs> she just looks mad because they won't let her smoke in here. And it's been <laughs> a while since she's been able to, to fire up, a, as 70 sports would say, a heater. <laughs> no, a lung dart. A lung dart. <laughs> she hasn't been able to heat a lung dart in about an hour and 25 minutes, and she's getting testy. How much how much hairspray she got in her hair? Jesus Christ. That's a hard D woman right there. Yeah, for real. There's no way she's still alive. No way. She's younger than you think she is, though. I think I agree. She's dead now. Yeah. Well, maybe. Dude, we're probably looking at that woman going, oh, she's about 60, and she's probably 40 years old. Nah, she's probably about 57 right there. Nah. Yeah, probably something like that, 57. Ron, Ron Wright was younger than 57 and smoky, and he looked older than that. I tell you, Missy looks good uh, with that short hair. She's ready to roll for the pay-per-view. You mm. like that, huh, Harper? Yeah, she's she's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'd see. Someday mm. she's going to get over herself <laughs> and come on our show. Yeah, one of these days she's gonna she's gonna realize you know where the you know where you need to be. All right, let's go to the next match because uh, we're just, we're halfway through the the review portion. Ricky Jesus Morton and Tommy. Christ. Yeah, it's long. Ricky Morton and Tommy Rich and JYD. Yes, these are still the six man champs versus Mike Thor, Randy Tatum, and Greg Sawyer. Jr. is comedy on the on the uh, in on commentary. He's just. He's talking about JYD weighed in at 310 pounds, but it must have been before lunch. Because it definitely is more than 310 pounds here. Um, he's just just laying into his old friend, the junkyard dog. Uh, Jim Ross continues plugging the controversy in Tokyo that we continue to hear about related to the Flair and Fujinami match, but that'll be settled at Super Brawl. So have no fear. Whatever that controversy is that, unless you knew what was going on and you had seen it, we don't even know what happened with this controversy, but it'll be settled at Super Brawl, so just order that one. Don't worry about anything else. And then, Doc, this goes way too long. No, it didn't. Way too long. Yeah, it did. Not if you know how to fast forward. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this shit was two hours long. I had to catch up somewhere, and this is where. Bruh, this was like a 12-minute match. It finally ends. Rick, Ricky Morton, things break down. He pins one of the guys with a head scissors takeover, and um, that was how it all ended. Dude, this might get the Rolex for eating up all this time. <laughs> and again, cool. not gonna not gonna hate on the show, but two hours is two hours is still too long. Well. After that match, it was long. That match was ugh, painful to get through. Nothing was happening. They were just literally eating up time. Paulie has Lex Luger on the danger zone in the back, and Lex is pacing back and forth. Uh, he makes some good points. He wants to know, why hasn't Nikita been reprimanded after Nikita attacked him 
and to be honest with you, damaged the belt. I mean, it kind of made sense to me. Like, the dude, okay, I understand you're not going to find everybody who attacks everybody, but he had, he basically destroyed the belt. So it kind of made sense. And Luger's pissed off, and he just wants Nikita at this point to settle this thing. Doc, did you have thoughts on this? Well, it goes back to the idea that Nikita just cut a kick-ass promo for him. Luger's hot, and we're not going to pay this off at the pay-per-view. So what the fuck are we doing? That's a problem, which we discussed last week as well. So here we are. We're still cutting promos about it, yeah. but um, you know, we got to have a tag match with Luger and Sting. We can't that go nobody, to that. It, that nobody's heated up about. Nobody want. I, I'm sorry. I don't. I just don't care about that match. I'm 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 ve- invested in this Nikita and Luger thing at this point. Right. All right. So we come back. Sid Vicious is taking on Lynn Fields. Um, Sid just destroys this guy. Power bombs him. Fields is bastard. dead. Yeah, you see him, Hopper? With his farmer's tan. Can you show me 119.45? This is a rough landing and should have finished the match. So we're at (laughs) 119.41. Jesus Christ. Did you see that, Hopper? Yeah, the poor bastard. Then, if you go one minute ahead to one twenty forty five, God, one twenty forty five. That dude looks like Mike Johnson in the ring. I just gave him a Jesus. Look at this. One, oh yeah, here it comes. Watch this. This is something. He's. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like how I would take a bump. Dude, that, I, I remember years ago on a show you had brought up um, there are these things where it's like a little people tossing event. Midget tossing. You can't say that. I know. Right. Well, I mean, somebody who would do that can, would still use that word. That's I'm what that looked like. I saw that on I saw that on a YouTube, like what they actually do, which is foul. Let me say this. That's wrong. How they throw, is that real? throw little people. Bruh. I saw it on a video, and I was like, yeah. that's attempted murder. Is that is that what Half-Life does to get by in the world? Come on. I'm trying to be serious here. <laughs> well, we can start joking around about him again since his team won this weekend. So he, he's not going to, you know, probably not going to himself. The point I was trying to make was that's what it looked like when Sid just tossed this poor sap. And Dude. then the Smoky Mountain paramedics come out and – Rolling injured man out the ring and dump him on a cart. At least oh, no. his face up. And Sid says, "Get out of here. He's getting it again." <laughs> Jesus oh. Sid, that's attempted murder. That's a crime. What he did that dude just now. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but. What. We're not going to have Sid too much longer. Yeah. Yeah, then he becomes Sid Sid Justice. Yeah, we're getting close to the end here, man. Yeah. He'll be back. He's got people to stab. (laughs) Something that now we're not getting close to the end on. Jim Ross and Paul E. throw a clip of Flair versus Fujinami in Tokyo. I don't like this. 
play this okay. for a second and watch Pauly. I don't like him distracting from the main analyst talking about the world title. Okay. Here we go. Welcome back, everyone, to World Championship Wrestling. Jim Ross back at ringside. As we have learned in this broadcast, on Super Sunday, May 19th, a rematch has been signed for the WCW World's Heavyweight Championship. The man recognized by WCW is the legendary nature boy, Ric Flair. But a man that also has earned legendary status in his own country is Tatsumi the Dragon Fujinami. The Japanese press and officials fully believe that Fujinami is the world's heavyweight champion. Let's go oh, back to Tokyo wow. and see exactly what happened before 65,000 fans. But the battle continues. Okay, I'll pause it here. I'm going to play the rest in a second, Doc. Go ahead and tell me I bet why Paul if Paul watched off. that today, he'd go, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's real. It is not that he couldn't do it during a different angle, but for the world title picture, he shouldn't have been doing that. Fair enough. I don't and, and I say that as a guy who I watch the beginning of SmackDown now, if I can, every Friday night if I'm home, because it's usually them first. And everything Paulie does is tremendous. Every single yeah. move and action and face he does is perfect every time. I get a text from Doc every Friday while I'm at high school football with SmackDown started off hot again. I mean, Paul Ooh, Lee flipping the, the monster drink on Michael Cole's notes off camera. Tremendous. All right, let's watch now this Fujinami and Flair clip that uh, shows what went down in Japan. Here's in the ring. Reversal to a backslide. Nobody to count. But the fans are counting for him. Look at, look at Fujinami. He's looking for the referee. He said, I got him. I got him. Hooks him again. Well, Alfonso is the only official of record in this contest. And they've got to get him back around. They're working on him out there to try to get him back. Oh, he threw Flair over the top rope. Fujinami just threw Rick Flair over the top rope. Did Alfonso see it? That's the big question. Alfonso looking that way. You that see this qualification. You see Tiger Hattori in there. And now pick up vertical suplex. Well, not over the top rope is an automatic disqualification in this particular match. My question is, did Alfonso see it? There's a guillotine. And a three count. Hattori counting him out. Fujinami has, been, has won this match. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, that that match was contested under WCW rules, meaning that a, a man that throws his opponent over the top rope should be disqualified. That's the basis of this entire situation. Well, after the match, a press conference was held with what the Japanese media thought the new WCW World's Heavyweight Champion Tatsumi the Dragon Fujinami. Well, Ric Flair interrupted that press conference and took back the championship belt. Now, the rec referee of record did not make the one, two, three count. So this, well, the way that we see it right here is that Nature Boy Ric Flair, because of that disqualification, hey, is, is still... Flair, Wait a minute, there's... What do you think well, this is? Where's that fish up there? Who are you? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. There's a, we got big problems here. Flair's got the belt. The referee of record saw Fujinami throw Flair over the top rope. The match should have stopped at that point. The pin should, not have, should never have counted. But to settle the big dispute, 
It will be on Super Sunday, May 19th. Rick Flair and Tatsumi Fujinami. I'll talk to Rick Flair live on this broadcast right after this timeout. Okay, Doc, I've been wanting to get your opinion on this since I knew it was coming. Um, how do you think they handled this whole thing over in Japan and now and how they're translating the story for us American fans? Well, first of all, the black circle over his face is Bush League. Yeah, so what's the purpose of that? To stop, to, so that the, um, I guess that since that's the footage in Japan, they didn't want the fans to see the blood. That's the only thing I could think of. But he wasn't bleeding. Yeah, he was. He was, he was yeah. wrapped up in the post. Yeah, uh, he was busted open. He was busted open, and that's why I think they were completely covering up his um. That's stupid. I well, also I mean, know this. No matter what happened in Japan, there's not a chance in hell I'm showing my champion with his arms, shoulders to the mat for three on my TV. I mean, I think it's all right to show it as long as you explain it the way JR did. I guess, but I ain't doing it. I mean, bro, you act like Flair ain't been pinned before and various dusty finishes and stuff. I mean, come on. No. Bro, we did a whole Starcade where Dusty thought he was the champion years ago. I'm also. And he shows up at the studio and he's like, oh, no, there was controversy. I've never understood the Japanese press conferences afterwards, and I think that's where Tony Khan gets those media scrums, <laughs> and hopefully he's learned his lesson about how yeah, to know. that. Unless you're advancing angles, maybe you shouldn't do that. And By the like, way. That shit's got to be boring as fuck, too. It's like 1 yeah. o'clock in the morning. By the way, Doc, you and I first predicted it. I'm not saying it's happened yet. Who knows by the time you all hear this. But I believe Wade Keller reported um, that it's being looked into that CM Punk's contract may be bought out. Yeah. And you and I said, he may, we said before that even came to fruition, we thought he'd be done. Just saying. Well, here's the thing. If you're Tony, he should be. You know why? You're still drawing without him. And I like CM Punk, and I do think he's a star, and he's one of my favorite wrestlers. But he can't if he can't stay healthy because now this is two major injuries. That is true. Then let's let's let's. This is an opportunity for Tony to get a hold of his business on all in all directions. Three sixty. Right. It's like a new season. He has the opportunity because if he doesn't get a hold of this, Mike. Nobody knows wrestlers better than you. There, it's going to be open season if he doesn't. Oh, I, that's why I think they all need to be done. Come on. Uh, no, I do. I mean, th they all, in reality, to show that you're the sheriff, Yep. all of them got to be done. But, like, that's that's what that's my only problem with the whole thing. It's like, okay, so you get rid of Punk, but what is that really? Like, you still got them toxic idiots back there. Come on. The, 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 three, the three stupid amigos. You're gaslighting. <laughs> Shut up, Hopper. That's two words I can't fucking stand here now. He's toxic and gaslighting. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go there, I know why you're saying that. I mean it in the sense of I've worked in like what I would call years ago, 15 years ago, like 
like an actual toxic work environment where there was just a lot of mess. I'm not talking about what the way you're thinking about it. That's what I'm using that term. Like I'm using it as them dudes are toxic. Like as far as in terms of wrestling, they are toxic. They are a problem. And if they're bringing down the actual promotion, morale, attitude of everybody, then that's a problem. Or it's, if they're giving all the other workers ideas about how how they can get over on the company. It's 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 that old thing. It's that old thing, Harper. Like a, you got a football team, and I never forget. Sean Payton told his story when he started coaching the Saints. Wayne Gandy, who was always offsides, false start, had a freaking recliner chair in his freaking locker. Like next to his locker. He was just mighty comfortable kicking his feet up all the time. And Sean Payton was like, I got to change the culture of this place, man. It's all lackadaisical. And that's why y'all ain't never been more than eight and eight in the last three years. Well, 10 and six technically with Hazlitt one year, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was just like, I got to change this. Y'all are too comfortable. And then not only on top of that, we got some toxic people in this room. And you know what? What do you do with that? You cut the head off the snake and you get the toxic people out of there. And then all of a sudden now you got an actual team of people who can work together and fight towards a common goal. That's what I'm talking about when I say them dudes are toxic. They but, are a problem. But I don't like to do this and I don't do it very often, oh, mainly yeah. because there's not ever really been a need for it before. But I got to say, Mike, you were right about something. You've been the one beating the drum for three years now. That, that There's no way that locker room is all happy, g- grins, and smiles like they try to make it seem like. Dude, y'all didn't listen to... I listened to like the first probably 10 of their... I forget the name of the podcast that AEW has. It's maybe called Unrestricted or something. And I listened to these dudes fillet each other nonstop. Like they were blowing each other to a point that it was just nauseating. It, it was toxic. They were all, oh, it's so great, and we all get along, and it's so wonderful, and I love this, and I yeah. love that, and there's no problems, and there's never trouble, and we can talk about things when we're bothered, and we can say this and that, and it just went on and on and on with all their talents, and that's a, God, I hate this term, Hopper's going to get mad at me, that's a red flag. <laughs> That That is is a a red red flag. flag. Whenever somebody is selling things to you, like it's when it's flag all the time. When something sounds too good to be true, that's a red flag. Yeah. And them dudes threw up the red flag very early. And I remember telling Doc, I said, Doc, I've only been in mud show locker rooms, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you. This whole bull crap about everybody getting along is the furthest thing from reality than anything you can imagine. There's no way in hell, especially at that level, because at that level, the egos are even worse than they are on the Outlaw Mud Show Indies. Man, it's just there's red flags and them dudes, everything they said was a red flag. I mean, look, Harper don't like to talk about it because he's still active. But 
I know good and well. He sits in the back at some of these shows <laughs> and looks at these dudes and their egos. And I know for a fact he just he thinks it, but he doesn't say it. So I'm saying it for him. <laughs> yeah. He knows what I'm talking you. about. That's why he's chuckling. <laughs> right? So it, it's crazy how on a freaking independent show you will see guys argue, not argue, but Oh, brother, 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 brother in the back when they're in each other's faces. And two seconds later, they're talking about how the dude messed up in a ring and that dude sucks. And I don't know why they booked it like this. And I shouldn't have had to put my shoulders down. Blah, blah, blah. You think it's that much better in AEW? No, it's the same stuff because there's more money on the table. It's even worse. I wouldn't worse. say shit, bro. Fuck, as long as you're paying me, I'll be like, but Harper, most people don't think like me and you. I would you think like that. You and I are built like that. Oh, how much you want to pay me a year to do this? Really? Real. That's the most that amount of money I've ever made in my life. If that. <sighs> oh, that's all you want? You you want me to do what for that amount of money? Sure. Yeah. That's me and you. And then me and you are the type that can laugh about it after. Not these fools. They got egos. They can't let it go. They want to get yeah. paid and be Mr. Big Stuff. Well, guess yeah. what? It don't always work that way. Thanks for the rant, Doc. Doc, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, can we, can we go to Flair now? Somebody's got to be Juicy Johnny, goddammit. Somebody's got to be Juicy Johnny. <laughs> Somebody's got to be the Tennessee Torpedo. <laughs> Somebody's got to just let it roll off their back like a duck on a June bug. <laughs> I'm not going north and south. <laughs> no, I'm not coming east and west. I'm going north and south. Blind, crippling, crazy. Ages 8 to 80. Whoa, Tracy, hold on. All right, let's go to Flair now. He's cutting a promo after the commercial, talking about what we just saw. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, here to World Championship Wrestling. Jim Ross here at ringside and making his way to ringside. The WCW World's Heavyweight Champion, as has been announced, it will be a rematch to settle the international dispute the Japanese and many fans feel that Tatsumi, the Dragon Fujinami, is the rightful WCW champion. That's not the way we see it. It will be a rematch at Super Brawl with Ric Flair and Mr. Fujinami. Rick, what are your thoughts leading into that event? Well, my thoughts go exactly like this. And you better learn to love it, punk, and keep your mouth shut. For 10 years, one man has been the predominant figure in the world title picture, and it's me! And nobody from 8,000 miles away is going to walk in to St. Petersburg, Florida when I got a limousine a mile off. Ten beautiful women at my side and a party going on at the Hyatt Regency and take this from me. Dig it. Ha <laughs> ha. Woo. The bottom line is whether Tatsumi Fujinami likes it or doesn't like it. He has to walk that eye. And he has to rise.
to the occasion, Fujinami, ask Luger what it's like. Ask Big what it's like. Big butterflies, a cotton mouth, knowing you've got to face the man. Woo! Fans that event on Super Sunday, May 19th, to settle the international dispute for the World's Heavyweight Championship. Flair and Fujinami will talk more about it and will return to the ring. But first, listen to this. All right, he gets the Rolex. Um, Doc, what were your thoughts as he's talking about no one's taking a title from him and he's still going to have his 10 rats at the Hyatt? <laughs> well, he's trying to make Fujinami the heel, but he can't use the... Times are changing. You can't just do what you did last week where you made the slanty-eyed thing. Oh, he could have in 91. Nobody would have said nothing. Oh, yeah. I mean, he could have used the J word for all that in 91. What's that? Uh, maybe. Oh. There ain't no maybe. It's 1991. There ain't no internet. There's no Twitter. Nobody. It's not going to go viral and nobody's they calling could have said station. that back then. He, he could have said it and got away. Well, I'm actually trying to think about it. Actually, they, they, they bleeped out Cornette when he said S. L A N T I J A. Well, that's different. Mm. It's different because of how he said it. The words you know, that he strung together. It's because. Jesus Christ. You know, what the fuck? I... Right? I'm. The, okay, you're the saying in 91? Harper, Harper <laughs> do not reflect the other host of the BTT Independent yes. Wrestling Podcast. At this time, the menace and the doc would like to distance from these unfortunate and hurtful comments. I mean, back then, they could have said that shit on, on TV. And, fucking nobody would have bad a fucking eye. Mike, no, but Mike, that's Mike, saying they Mike, bleeped out. can you text Lady Harper... And have her go grab Harper's shovel. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I'm telling you, they bleeped out Cornette when he said it. So I don't think he could have got away with it. He got away with the gesture last week when he made the little motion with his finger, with his eye. I think that's worse because you can't bleep that out. Yeah, he's got a point, Doc. I didn't say they got it right. I just said what you can and can't do. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Is think about JYD, what he did. That was actually a bazillion times worse. Now you know what it's like to hold somebody. Now you know how it feel when somebody try to buy you. <laughs> and then you he like said the, You sound like the voice from the from the uh Hulk Hogan rock and wrestling cartoon with fucking JYD. Oh, no. We don't need no Toyota. And the face he made. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't think he could have got away with saying that. Now that I think of I mean, he could have got away with it. They just may have bleeped it. I'm actually surprised Flair didn't say it. He's so fed up right now. I mean. Right. Why? Why? You know. You figured he'd just go scorched earth right there. And I, I don't care. Uh, the promo, though, Doc, did you think it was effective? 
Of course. Yeah. So after all that, and once again, the views and opinions of Harbody Hopper and those words he used are his and only his and um, not of uh, that of BTT. I tell you, they got a worse word for agents than than that one. Oh, yes, they do. Much worse. I know what you're talking about. What are they? Don't say it on it. No, do not say say that. It's it is much worse. Yeah. Barry Windham versus Brian Pillman come out and um they tear it up. They tear it up. They give them a lot of time. And this is good stuff, pal. So Doc, I'm gonna throw to you if your notes didn't eat it up. I need one thirty eight twenty. All right, we just went past that, but I'm gonna go back to it because I know exactly what you're talking about here. I need to know what Pillman does here. What does he do? Right here. He's fixing his junk. Okay. Yeah. But look at this. I think his balls may have fucking slapped. (laughs) That's a hell of a bump right there. Yeah, it is. Pillman drop kicks Barry, who's going to the top rope, and then Barry takes the bump to the outside. That's a... Yeah. Look, man, in 2022 eyes, you don't... Some might not think much of that, but that's freaking great. And then Pillman's going to come off the top rope... And hit Barry with a cro- with a uh, double axe handle. That's big stuff in '91. But no one it's does just, a double axe handle anymore. Just because you got 50 million freaking idiots flipping and diving, so an axe handle don't mean nothing. You can thank the the freaking young bucks for stuff like that. The only okay, thing I don't uh, like about this, and this is a small nit, is that we're going to see it again at the pay per view. Oh, well, that's a good point. Yeah. Can I get 140-40? 140-40. Sure. Let's go to it. Hold up. Okay, 140-35. He sticks in with this. Oh, yeah. shit. That looked rough. I, I, yeah, yeah. I had that one. I had the wrong timestamp written down for it, so I'm glad you had it. Um. Because it was supposed to be almost like a suplex, but it turned into a brain buster of sorts. But it was unintentional brain buster. Oh. Yeah, that hurt. Okay, what else you got, Doc? Did Pillman bleed in this match? I didn't notice it. Okay, I couldn't tell. Yeah, I don't think he's bloody. At the end. Oh, I got you. Well, speaking of the end, did you have anything else or can I go to the finish? No, this was a tremendous match. These two guys were great. So Pillman's getting beat down. Pillman turns the tide on Barry and he's giving it to Barry. Uh, Pillman comes off the top rope, hits Wyndham with a missile drop kick. But Barry kicks out. Then Pillman cradles Wyndham and he's going to pin him when Arn Anderson runs in to break it up. Shades of the old horseman and how they used to do it. But then Eaton, Bobby Eaton comes out to save Pillman, who's being beat down by Barry and Arn. I thought this was a phenomenal segment, match. And now that I look at it, Pillman may have gotten a little accidental juice. Because now I'm looking for it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he's busted open. I was watching yeah. this on my phone instead of the computer because I was, well... I don't want to give away too much, but I had I had to do that. So um it was hard to see. So we get a DQ, 
But, um, you know, Doc, I see what you're saying about, you know, we're going to see this at the pay-per-view again, so it's kind of messed up. But, but I'll, watch I mean, it again. A... I'll watch it again. Yeah, I, I'll watch it again. These two. Any day. Any yeah. day. Um, and like we said, Bobby Eaton is going to come out to make the save, um, which makes sense because he and Arn are going to be going at it TV title-wise. So there you have it. So after that match, they're going to go to Lex Luger and Sting versus Lou Fabiano and Jeff Stone. And the only reason they put this match on was because they wanted these two to have a tag match or another tag match before the pay-per-view. And that's all they're doing here. And this is... <sighs> I could have did without this. But I had a note from this, Doc, I wanted to mention to you. During the match, we're told Jim Hurd is going to be answering questions on the hotline and he'll be on the hot seat. And I just kept thinking at that moment, imagine if there was a Twitter in 1991 and Jim Hurd was on it. Oh. And he was answering tweets as people roasted him. That would have been tremendous. He um, would have that, he would have gotten sad and eaten a whole pizza. <laughs> you think he'd have done the vine everything in the Pizza Hut cooler? No. Oh, come on. These motherfuckers don't know what's going on. Fuck them. Yeah, that's nah, what he drinks. Scotch, huh? How many times do I have to say it? How many times do I have to say it? Fuck the fans. He, do you know me? You know how many times he probably said that. <laughs> We're giving them this good shit, and they can't even appreciate it. Fuck them. Yeah. If you order a large with a two liter of coke, you get the NCAA Final Four basketball free. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I had that basketball. I've always wanted that motherfucking basketball. I had it. That was the UNLV Duke game. Yeah. I had the mini one. I think they had a full size one and a mini, though. I, I had the oh. mini. Yeah. Was still at my mom's house when uh, Katrina hit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Along with much, a lot of stuff. All right, Luger and Sting obviously win. Jim Ross and Paul Lee close the show, and then they throw to a clip of the press conference um, from Tokyo, and we see that as they're going off air, and it's kind of a replay of uh, what we already saw. Um, I didn't, know, we didn't talk about this, but did you notice the sign, Doc? How it says um, "91 Starcade Tokyo Dome." Yeah. Okay, I, we didn't mention that. And that's how they go off air. And um, I guess we'll have to see what happens from here and leading into next week as we head towards Super Brawl. So we need to rate it, hand out some Rolexes or whatnot. Before we do so, remember, in order to get our Super Brawl review where Flair takes on Fujinami again, you got to go to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Great way to support the show. You get tons of extra content. Um and whatnot. So, Doc, let's rate it. Hand out the Rolex. What are you going to rate it first? Well, it was long, but it was good. And I may have gotten spoiled a little bit by last week's hour long effort. But hey, we are still not shitting the bed yet, which is always, always a positive. Always a positive to not shit the bed. Yep. B plus. There you go. 
Yeah, I gotta agree. B plus. I'll give it a B. Why you hate wrestling? I don't. Anything so, that's fucking two hours long can't be more than a fucking B. I'm sorry. Unless it's football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harper Gospel coming at us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Anything more than two hours, never getting more than a B. All right. So Rolex, I think I already said I'm giving mine a flare. Who are you going with, Doc? I'm going to give two. Oh, okay. Pillman and Wyndham. Chow's going to give mine a Barry for fucking taking that bump off the top. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with either. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, before we get out of here, I want to remind everyone, make sure you don't forget that Hopper is still doing his life advice, relationship yeah, advice, video shout-outs. You ain't All got you no internet. Is... How would you know if you have any requests? Oh, on my phone. All you got to do is email him to chrishopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. That's chrishopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com. Email Hopper. Uh, tell him what you want in your video, your life advice, relationship advice, whatever you you know, you want to cut a promo on somebody, he will do it all and then just PayPal him 20 bucks to CC 30388CC at yahoo.com. You will see everything I just said in the show description. All right, Doc. Last week, before we got out of here, we went like another 30 minutes talking about Ron Fuller, but I'm going to throw it to you. What do you have before we shut down shop this week and ride off into the sunset? On, into the sunset, excuse me, on our Kawasaki mule. Man. It's been a long week already. I'm Tucker. The shoot jobs are trying to put boats to us all. Jesus Lord, bro. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say I got nothing. They're trying to kill us, bro. They're trying to. It's been rough. Like, real rough. Can't catch me because the rabbit done died. That's right. Yeah, it's been rough. Um, you know what? Did you get that reference, Mike? No, I have no clue what you're talking about. Probably some kind of rock band or something, yeah. you know, that I would have yeah. no clue you about. Know, it's just you know, some good time, fun time, rock and roll. You know, and I think it's yeah. funny that you don't even want to tell me. You just, you just, you don't even tell me what it is. Hey, Harper, how badass was the freaking aircraft carrier toy? Bro, yep, that thing was fucking huge, bro. You see, that's one of those things like I don't even ask for because there's no fucking you ain't gonna get it. I'm not gonna ask for a fucking new car. <laughs> Doc, do you know what we're talking about? No. The G.I. Joe aircraft carrier toy? No. Uh, are you too good for it? We're, we're nerds, huh? Because because we know what that is. Is that, is that what you're gonna say? I'm aware that G.I. Joe had an aircraft carrier. Fuck nuts. Yeah. Bro, that thing. The USS Hopper, flag. What, what Hopper. Would you say it was seven and a half feet? Well, was, why did you bring it up right now? It was like six and a half feet long or something. Well, we were talking about, I posted it in the Facebook group because not Super 70 Sport. There's a G.I. Joe Twitter that tweeted it out. And I was like, bruh. Like, I remember wanting that thing and there was no chance in hell. You know, if you had that thing, you were a spoiled only child. Or... You weren't an only child. You just had rich parents. Yeah. Your dad because, owned the car dealership. Well, because you said something else to me that was, I think it was either you or somebody else. 
the thing is, even if you could afford it, Where you what gonna store kid it? could fit that in their bedroom? That's what I'm saying. But, but, but okay, picture the average kid's bedroom, like the bedroom y'all grew up in, or maybe y'all's kid's bedroom. I mean, most rooms right? like that are ten by ten. Exactly. So where the fuck would you put that? And you got all, all your other bullshit in the fucking room. All the other fucking toys and the He-Man and G.I. Joe shit thrown all over the fucking place. I mean, you should see Doc's mansion, bro. Latrell oh, yeah. and, and the other one would have room for that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you ain't got why? Why you gotta live meager if you don't if you ain't poor? That's I did right. That. <laughs> I did that at one phase of my life, and it wasn't fun. All I'm here to you're making fun of me, Mike. But all I'm trying to do is give my children a better upcoming upbringing Jesus than I had. And there's yeah, no like there's nothing wrong in James. that. It's there's nothing wrong in that except you're a heel. Okay. Anyway. Um, Remember the Cobra Terradrome? Yeah, that was a nice one too. That thing was badass. Friend of mine and Randy had that. That that thing was awesome. Yeah. You know what was badass? I, I thought it was badass at the time. Was uh, the He Man Snake Mountain? Yeah, I still got mine. My cousin it had, had the it, it had the thing where you could talk into it, like it, the yeah, walk, the fucking uh, the, microphone thing. Yeah, you move the mouth. It was supposed to be like the mountains talking, bruh. Like, these kids don't get it, man. We had to do stuff like that. <laughs> that yeah, was like uh, top of the, that was like top of the notch toys. And just think how cheap it was to make that shit. Cheap plastic. fucking plastic. And I think that the, the I think like Castle Grayskull and that shit. I think they were all legit hand painted because if you look at them, like the eyes are black. And they're not all exactly alike. Yeah, so I think some, you're right. There's somebody in fucking China with a fucking can of, or in Hong Kong back then with a can of black spray paint just. Hopper, <laughs> 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 I don't. Eight hours a day for fucking ten cents an hour. <laughs> okay, are, are we one hundred percent sure they were being made in China back then? No, no, that's what I'm saying. Are or maybe Hong Kong, because back then that was another thing made in Hong Kong, and I couldn't tell you the last time I seen that something made in Hong Kong. Uh, you got a point, <laughs> but you're right because I remember a cousin of mine had Castle Grayskull, and I and I had one, and yeah. I remember like the paint was different. Yeah, they all look a little bit different. Which is crazy to think about, because nowadays with mass manufacturing, if I can, they call didn't it have that, their ISO nine thousand standards in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fabe, what are you doing, Doc? They had the what? Jesus Christ! Xnay on the Xnay. What is that like? A new printer? Eject! Eject! He's <laughs> he just fucking broke Fabe. God. Was that a fire plane? Uh, it's time to get out of here. Um, but ISO nine thousand is accepted quality and manufacturing standards. I don't know why he's pooping his britches over there. But 
Everything was airtight, brother. Well, in back then when we were kids, the the globalists, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> you like that term? That's yeah, such a, taking it. That's such a loaded term in 2022. Here's they the thing: to... they found all this cheap labor, but oh, they hadn't God. developed the in-country skill to be able to like develop the quality over there. So they no, really just say it. They hadn't exploited it yet. Well, no, yeah. they, they hadn't they hadn't given the indigenous people the labor market there the skills they need to be able to make their products at the high quality that the American consumer deserves and demands. Well, on that note, I think we've uh, solved international relations tonight, and um, you know we've had a lot of fun. So I think I'm a third of hopper and he'll get us out of here and we can um get on our kawasaki mules and ride off into the sunset since we still do our podcast unlike um you know daddy kawasaki stone cold here <laughs> book it bitch <laughs> <laughs>